It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> Are they built for speed or for comfort? You will get nothing and like it. Georgia! Welcome in to the Morning 5 podcast on Tuesday, October 31st, last day of October, and today is Halloweeny. Oh boy. Oh my. I, so, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. Oh no. Let's, let's start the oh, podcast off here. here we go. Somebody that hates Halloween. I, I actually do. Oh, wow. I actually do. Wow. <laughs> Somebody that hates little kids having good fun. That is incorrect for the most sounds part. Sounds like you hate um, little kids, Billy. That's what it sounds like. So so for seven years of my life, uh, I, I worked at CVS, and it was awful. Oh, man. I, dude, I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine, dude. <laughs> Uh, actually, I think I was still working at CBS when when I met you. Yeah, um, yeah, you were, you were for sure, for sure. It, it's so it, our our retail background is why you hate Halloween and I hated Christmas for so long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, with CBS, every single like on the Halloween aisle at CBS, there was every single noisemaker available, <laughs> <laughs> and and every single kid. Had to touch every single noisemaker available. Of course. And I can't stand Halloween because of it now. They had to make sure it worked. I'm, I'm done. Oh, God. I was so done. Yeah. I was so done with Halloween. No, I understand exactly where you're coming from, dude. Yeah, that's that would be terrible. I would try to I would try to hide all the noisemakers. Be like, no, I'm sorry, kids. We're actually sold out of all of them. Uh, all three million that we got in last week. Sold out, pal. <laughs> Uh, we we will get to uh, Billy. I changed up that last uh, that last little thing. You know, we're we're gonna do our favorite Halloween tradition uh, for our last little topic today. But uh, the first one, dude, we got to get to. I, I this Hawks team last night impressed me immensely. Um, uh, not just last night. Let's just put it that way. Since we didn't get a chance to do yesterday's podcast, it wasn't just last night. It, it was, was the night before. The other night. Yeah. Last either. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, two wins in a row, and I'll be honest with you, I got fed up with the Hawks last night, uh, like all fans do, and I turned the game off. I got, I got pissed off, you could say. Um, I didn't turn the Bucks game off though. We can talk about that real quick as well, since we didn't do a podcast yesterday. One twenty-seven to one ten win against the Bucks in Milwaukee after starting zero and two against the Hornets and the and the uh, Knicks, like. I didn't. I didn't expect that. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, a whole team effort against the Bucks, dude. I, I think we had. I think we had seven guys in double figures in scoring, and scoring, and the entire starting rotation was in double figures. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have any really negative thing to say about the Bucks game. Double double from Clint again, dude is a double double machine. We hold. We held uh, Giannis to twenty six points. We did a good job of trying to force Giannis to make jump shots and not giving him a free line to the lane or free line to the goal, and that's how you have to beat the Bucks. 
Uh, so a great job, a great job by the Hawks against the Bucks. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that one, but I, I was I was really proud Jaylen of the Johnson. Oh, Jalen Johnson defensively was monster. outstanding. Um, you know, the entire team looked really strong defensively. I was really impressed with how how they played the Bucks. Like you said, they were they basically allowed Giannis, and not just Giannis, but they allowed outside of Brook Lopez, who can just shoot the ball from any freaking place yeah. on the on the on the court. Um, outside of him, they allowed pretty much anybody on there to to go against their strengths, and they're like, if you want to make a shot there, that's fine. We'll, we'll, we're fine with that, but you're not going to make your your strong shot. So. That was awesome to see from the from the Hawks last or two nights ago. Last night, they looked like absolute dog poo. Yeah, in the first half, and then all of a sudden, a, a third quarter that was outstanding. What was the? Because they were down like a, I'm pretty sure they were down twenty one. What was the? Um, the score of the third quarter. All right, so the third quarter we outscored the Timberwolves thirty eight to nineteen. That helps. <laughs> that, that helps. We in the second half. <laughs> uh, one thing. One thing I did wanted to highlight about the Bucks real quick. Uh, great defense by Trey. I know his offense hasn't clicked yet this year. Dane Lillard went two for twelve from the field with only six points. Uh, so a a great defensive Dane effort. Didn't look good. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Great defensive effort from our guards. But yeah, last night we were down twenty one at one point, and I I'll be honest with you, I turned it off. I didn't watch the third quarter because I was so pissed off. And I should have expected it. It was a back-to-back. It was the third game in four days. I probably should have expected what we got in the first half. I didn't expect what we got in the second half. Uh, we went on a 60-20 to run against the Timberwolves in the second half. And, folks, the Timberwolves are a legit playoff team. They're a very good team. They're very going to make the playoffs. Good team. Yeah. And the very, fact, very good team. The fact that we did this on the back end of a back-to-back in the third game in, in four days, uh, Minnesota was on full rest. A dude. DeJounte Murray, have a game. Have yeah. a game. We won this game because of DeJounte Murray. 41 points, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. I mean, that's amazing. That when you don't when Trey is not getting the offensive production and the offensive output that you expect from him game in and game out, you have to have guys like Trey step up. You have to have Jalen Johnson step up. You have to have, you know, Bogey when he's when he's coming off the bench, step up. You got to have some big minutes and some big points from other players. And dude, DeJounte Murray answered the bell last night. 41 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Well done, young man. Well done. Yeah, there's there's no doubt. And I think it may be it may be one of those those Hawks efforts from it doesn't matter who who leads this team as long as, you know, we get a dub. Because a couple of nights ago, I think uh, the team, the player who led the team was uh, either, I think it was D, um, it was Hunter at 27 points ag- yeah. against the uh, Knicks. Yep. Um, so, like, there's going to be moments where, you know, there's there's different players leading, but, you know, DeJounte last night, DJ, DJ looked good. Dude, like, looked really good. Elite, man. Oh. And it was, it wasn't just his offensive output either. Um, he's so damn good on the back on the uh, defensive side too that I'm just I'm so impressed with this kid. Hopefully he'll use this as a you know stepping stone and go okay we can do this now. And the Hawks are now on a two game winning streak. This is this is a good start. And you know I, 
I think Trey's game this year might transition over to something different. Um, especially if Jalen Johnson can step up and be a, a big time scorer, it might not be that Trey has to score 40 or 50 for the Hawks to, to win games. I mean, if he goes for 20 and 10 every single game and the Hawks have a chance to win, that might be what his game is going to be this year. So it'll be interesting to to watch that going yeah. forward. Uh, we got a Kobe Bufkin site this weekend. You got, hey. a, you got a couple minutes versus the Bucks. Got a point versus the Bucks. First NBA point, and uh, he got a uh, he got a he got one minute. One minute last night. Took one shot. Uh, didn't make it, but we did get our first uh, first couple of minutes uh, for Kobe Bufkin. 131 offensive rating for our Hawks last night. 114 offensive rating in the half court. That half court rating is insanely elite. That's like a 90% scoring output uh, half court rating. Like that, that means on half court sets, you're scoring 90% of the time. That's unheard of in the NBA. Like okay. that, that doesn't happen. I'll be I'll be completely honest and be transparent with you. I know literally nothing about basketball analytics. So I'm glad that you explained that very well because I have no idea. When you when you talk about the offensive rating i was like okay cool <laughs> I, no, I know nothing like you want to talk baseball analytics you got day, it you're the and, man all along baby <laughs> but when it comes to basketball i'm like oh yeah that's, this, is, this is physics that 114 offensive rating in the half court it's like it's like scoring 90 percent 90 percent of the time when you have a half court set you score <laughs> which is wow. that, like that doesn't <laughs> that's absurd that's absurd it doesn't happen wow. so uh, good, good job of the Hawks last night, fighting back, and, and it, despite me not watching the third quarter, having a great third quarter. I watched the fourth, so congratulations to the Hawks. Two, uh, two game winning streak. Was, it was one of those moments that like ESPN updates you at the end of every quarter, and yes. it's like, oh, wait, wait, they're tied. What? What <laughs> I, the hell happened? Exactly, I turned it back on after that. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I watched the halftime, and I'm like, ah, oh, my like, Jesus. I mean, come on, I'm like. Uh, it's the it's the it's the back end of a back to back three games in four nights. I probably shouldn't be as greedy as I am wanting the Hawks to win. I turned it off and I went to go on to do other stuff. I was cleaning up a little bit, getting ready for Halloween. Uh, and then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, I get the update at the end of the third. And I'm like, oh, 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 I gotta turn the game back on. Gotta turn the game back on. We might win. Uh, Watch the fourth quarter. And yeah, great, uh, great, great second half output from the Hawks. We're off tonight. We don't play on Halloween, but we do play tomorrow night. We are at home versus Wizards. versus the Wizards, and um, I don't have a line for that game yet. They haven't came out with a line for that game. But I would assume uh, the Hawks will be a favorite in that game. Billy, let's get to our normal Tuesday segment, our power rankings. Power rankings here on the morning five. We start out first, as always, with our high school. A little shakeup in our high school power rankings. A little shakeup in our high school power rankings. Uh, Carrollton still number one, Central number two, yep. Bowden number three, mm. Freeman number four. Yeah, I think, I think I could get on board with that. Um, it, it's it's really interesting how how this last couple of weeks have happened. Um, you know, we were still very very high on Villarica until they oh. just. Uh, and there's, I think you and I talked about it. They, they did not play their best. They played their worst football game of the year on Friday night. Yep. Sure did. And in their most important game of the year. Uh, yep. Sure did. Yeah. So it, that sucks. So 
Freeman continues to play very, very well. And even against a very good Adairsville team. In Adairsville. Lost um, lost by seven in Adairsville to, to a well, very it, good Adairsville team. Yeah, and they were already down by seven when they got up there because of the, the rest. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's what happens when you travel north of Rome. Like, that's just, you know, that's that's what you get. That's what you get. Um, obviously, very still very impressed with what Central did against Northwest. Um, Carrollton could took care of business against Campbell last week. Did they ever? Um, Bowden uh, is sitting at home. Yeah, Bowden. <laughs> just enjoying themselves. Bowden is now 2-0 and <laughs> versus by uh, this year. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, so Bremen, yeah. Carrollton. Bremen being a four, I understand. Yeah. Carrollton Central, Bowden, Bremen, uh, five through seven. Little shakeup here. Little shakeup here. Five through, th- th- five through seven. A little shakeup here. Hurt County moves up to the five slot. After that big victory over Temple, uh, Villarica moves down to number six after the abysmal effort versus Jackson. And Temple solidifies, and they stay in that seven spot. But Heard County and Villarica swap from five and six. I would still probably think Villarica's in the five spot, in my opinion. That's just me, but I, I, I get where you're coming from. Um, her county is still playing very, very well, and I cannot wait. As Casey Bass said last week on the uh, post game show, I, Lamar County don't want no none right now of her county. Um, not the way they were playing against Temple. There's no doubt. I've had a couple people um, tell me that, and I just, uh, you know, I, I've I've only seen her county once, and it was against Crawford County. It was against a, a inferior team. For sure. I just don't know if Heard County has the horses to hang with Lamar. I just, I really, I'd be very, I'd be shocked to, to put it lightly. I'd be, I'd be shocked if Heard County, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying I'd be, I'd be pretty shocked if Heard County beat Lamar. Here's my thinking. And this is, this is my messed up way of thinking. Okay. Heard County gave up 29 points against Temple's offense right okay right temple runs a wing t mm-hmm. just like lamar um they're gonna have to face the wing t again this week against lamar and it's lamar's got dudes they got like, dudes, dudes everywhere they got dudes um, everywhere so it's gonna be a fight it's not gonna be a, a a big win like her county had against temple but it's gonna be a fight and i will be very interested to see how their defense, how Lamar County's defense handles Hurd's offense because Hurd's offense has been clicking right now. Um, it, the offensive line has been. It's been clicking too, I offense. think, because it's Tisdale's team now. Like, like yes. it, it just seems like he's taken over right now, playing with confidence. Yes, and he. I, I mentioned the Shane. I mentioned Shane on the postgame show. Um, I said, "Look, I said Tisdale looks like the eighth grader that he was last year." In the in the championship game, you know it. We we watched that that middle school championship game last year where Tisdale was just like, I'm taking over this thing, and it's and it's over for everybody. Um, he is running over people. It reminds me, Jeremy York actually brought up a really good point. He kind of looked, it. He's got the Mike Vick kind of mentality right now, I like where it. he's hitting. Where like he's running the ball very well, but he's also um, he's throwing dimes, and it's deep, 
Like he's he's hitting deep shots and, and not throwing uh, short passes right now. So it's very very Mike Vickish. So, and it's been uh, it's been interesting. And to give you sort of a little taste of what Hurd County is up against against Lamar this weekend, Lamar yeah. has only allowed three touchdowns in almost the past two months. Yeah, they've blanked Jackson, Pike County, Temple, and Crawford County, and the only teams that have scored on Lamar. Manchester scored two touchdowns on September 8th, and Social Circle scored one touchdown on them on September 22nd. Yes, yeah, Lamar's good. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a low-scoring low game. I think Let's it's going to be a low-scoring Lamar game. Lamar beats uh, Manchester, too. That's what, yeah, 17 to 14. Yeah, Lamar, yeah. So, it's going to be an uphill battle for the Hurd County Braves. I'm excited to hear what happens in that game. Uh, final power rankings. I have uh, I have Harrelson County moving up to the eight slot over Mount Zion. I have Mount Zion in the ninth slot now. Harrelson County with a big win versus Murray County and a chance to beat Fanning County and punch their ticket into the playoffs. Yeah, it's my original um, old statement that we made at the beginning of the year is still possible for sure. Somehow, yep, absolutely um, is. So I'm I'm really really excited about that but we'll see uh we'll see how week 12 turns out week 12 because man. big week yeah. big how week. did we get here man so i don't know how did this, we get this, here this this year has flown by for football uh and we'll have we'll have a lot more breakdown we'll talk about high school football every single day this week on this podcast because that's you know that's high, high school sports is why we started this so we'll have a breakdown of all the games and everything and what it means uh, later on this week uh, in college, I have Michigan at number one, FSU at number two, Washington at number three, UGA at four, and Ohio State at five. Give me UGA one, Ohio State two, and the reason I'm doing that is because I'm expecting Ohio State to be the number two team on the college football playoff rankings tonight. Um, UGA one, Ohio State two, I'm going Florida State three, Michigan four, and Washington five. The reason I'm doing that is I'm look at this point where we're eight weeks in, or most of us are eight weeks in, nine weeks in. I'm looking at resumes. UJ still has a great resume. They're undefeated. Against who? Ohio State. Ohio State. They've beaten they've beaten every single person in the SEC, and the SEC is by far the strongest conference. We all not this. this year. Not this year. Not this year. Ohio Ohio State still has the best resume amongst the top five. They do. Uh, I do, man. And, I, I would, and as much yeah, as as I much would, as we complain I'd, I'd about Ohio State, because that's that's what we we do because uh, dude, we're Ohio hold State on, fans. Hold on, you cannot what? be an objective observer and watch Ohio State and not acknowledge that our quarterback sucks. I'm not saying he doesn't. Okay, all right. I'm, everything I'm everything saying. else is really good. <laughs> everything else is. We have elite wide receivers, a really good running game. We have the best defense we've had at Ohio State in years. Um, but but McCord is and, and the fact oh. the fact that we have beaten a now top ten Notre Dame team a top ten Penn State team who is who is everybody else beaten have they beaten multiple top ten teams no, no. not yet no not, not yet. yet not yet they will they might they will they might <laughs> Michigan's got Penn State coming up in a couple weeks I think well um, the, the Michigan argument might be moot at the end of the year um they might not even be eligible for the college football playoffs <laughs> the, Dude, way, uh, the way things are going of, uh, let me let me throw this out there and not to drop back to uh 
high school real quick, but there's rumors that Manchester, who lines up with um, Mount Zion and Bowden right. on, on the playoffs. Right, yeah. That they may get ineligible. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, yeah. my. What uh, yeah, what happened had, there? They've had a really good they've had a really good year, but uh, apparently one of their region <clears throat> foes have turned them in for having an ineligible player. Oh players. my! Yeah. Wow, so. <laughs> that would be all right. Okay, the Michigan of the South, if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think when the when the rankings come out tonight, I think this is what you're going to see. I think it's going to be Ohio State, UGA. Michigan, FSU, and Washington. I think they're going to put Ohio State yeah, one. I, th- I still think they're going to be a two. They might be. I, th- I think it's going to be UGA one. For, uh, I think it's going to be UGA, Ohio State, Florida State, Michigan. That would be your top four. Okay. All right. We have the same top five, just in a little bit of a little bit of a different order. I have yeah. Ohio State being the lone man out of the playoffs, and you have it as Washington uh, in the NFL. I got the E A G L E S Eagles Eagles Eagles. Uh, the Chiefs, who, argument. the Chiefs who somehow lost to the Broncos this weekend. I don't know, I don't know how that happened. I was, I was blown away. Uh, I still got them at number two. They have a lot of offensive issues, though, man. If if Travis Kelsey isn't doing his thing, they really don't have an option B. Um, the defense is great, though. The defense, uh, other dude. than this weekend versus the Broncos, um, the Chiefs. If T. Swizzle is not there, dude, it's it's a difference between sixty. Yards a game. Yeah. Yeah. They got to get T Swizzle in, in the building there for, for Travis Kelsey. Uh, number three, I have the Dolphins. I still love the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins. I love Mike McDaniel. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to be in the AFC Championship game, and I'm not real sure what team is going to be there with them, but I know one of the teams in the AFC Championship game is going to be the Dolphins. They are, they are awesome. I love their offense. Uh, at number four, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like the Baltimore Ravens are having a quiet year this year, a quiet good year. Uh, right now, I mean, six and two, uh, they have one of the best differentials in all of football and scoring differential. I love, I love what the Ravens are doing. And then at number five, I have a surprise team that have jumped up there and have also been flying under the radar, in my opinion. The Jacksonville Jaguars. They go into Yenzertown this past weekend. And beat up on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, the Jaguars players are out there ripping terrible towers out of uh, Yenzer's hands. I-, I got the Jags. Jags moved up the top five in my power rankings this past weekend. Okay, um, give me Eagles one. Um, I- I- I'm going to go Dolphins two. I love the Dolphins. I I really love I do the Dolphins. Two. I do too. Uh, give me Chiefs three. Um, I didn't think about the NFL very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Ravens, Ravens four, and then uh, I I don't know if I can get behind the the Jaguars. Oh, but, um, come on, get it. behind the Jaguars! Give me, give me give me the Jaguars. I, my number five was between the Jaguars and the brand new lions after the victory last dude, night for the lions dude, lions looked a damn good last they night did. other than the helmets uh Holy. looking really ugly uh they, look, they hey, look i didn't mind night. the helmets oh, i really didn't god they were terrible <laughs> they were awful uh billy all right let's get to a kind of a fun quick segment here what is your favorite halloween tradition okay so obviously i don't have any as an adult um because i i, I can't stand this damn holiday um 
but growing up as a kid we used to have uh, a big party at, at my house and a lot of my friends would would come over to my neighborhood because it was a big neighborhood it was a very big trick-or-treating neighborhood uh-huh. where actually like people actually turn their lights on and you know <laughs> loud trick-or-treaters right um so we would trick-or-treat and we would also have a big bonfire um too so it was it was a really big night for for us so um i think my mom would make a big pot of chili we would go trick-or-treating and then we would do um a bonfire after trick-or-treating so it was that was our tradition now did y'all dance around the bonfire hold hands and chant uh you know some uh ineligible (laughs) no no we didn't we just kind of hung out and uh chilled it was it was fun no no dancing around on bonfire holding hands chanting stuff drawing stuff in the in the uh in in the dirt nothing like that nope all right if you say so putting masks on dancing around uh my favorite halloween tradition is um when emily and i first used to get together and all the all the kiddos who are we're small. They were all, you know, we'd get together and we probably have a group of 30, I don't know, probably at least 30 people uh, that would walk around her aunt's neighborhood. And it w- all the kids were s- still young. They could all walk, obviously, but, you know, they, they'd walk half a mile and get tired and have to ride. So we used to bring a wagon, a big wagon that could fit like four kids in it. Uh, but at the bottom yeah. of this wagon was what we turned into a cooler. So we would load the wagon up with... I don't know, probably close to 20 to 30 beers. And then we would put ice. We would pour ice all over it. And it would essentially become a rolling cooler for us. But on the top of the cooler, we put a blanket over it so the kids could sit there and ride when they got tired. But it was a, nice. it was just this massive rolling wagon. And whenever you saw somebody go back to the wagon, you knew they were getting another beer. Um, so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my favorite Halloween tradition. Uh, and, then, and then now we've... We've kind of gotten people that come over to our neighborhood and, and do trick or treating because our neighborhood, our, our neighborhood does a great job, man. Like it's, there's not many houses that don't participate in in trick or treating in our neighborhood, and our neighborhood has a lot of houses, but it's a it's a quick walk. So like you're done in like an hour, hour and a half in our neighborhood. So you get a you get a bunch of candy in a small amount of time, and uh, and you're and you're and you're done. You get to go home and not be out until midnight getting candy for the kids so but yeah the the rolling cooler i think is my favorite halloween tradition so quick question because i know you yeah because i do know you yeah it's it's sad this is that part like yeah. i know you a little bit um i would hope so we've been you, friends together for over a decade yeah have you uh, already started diagramming your uh, Christmas? Of course. Come on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Emily and I were you actually, we were just talking about it. She was like, she was like, uh, you know, we need these, we need these leaves to fall to put up Christmas decorations. I'm like, babe, it's, it's still October. Like, let's get through, you know, I was like, let's get through Halloween. I said, we can, we can start game planning for, uh, for, um, for Christmas You're starting tomorrow, don't lie. No, don't no, lie. we're not. We're not starting. We still have some leaves that need to fall. I don't like do. I don't like putting up my Christmas decorations until all, not all the leaves, but the majority of the leaves fall. Um, it, it it'll probably be honestly between today and tomorrow with the cold we're getting, it'll probably be perfect. Uh, and then I'll go out and mow the lawn one last time this weekend. 
and get it nice for the uh, for the winter, and then we will probably start working on our Halloween deck or our Christmas decorations in the next two weeks. Um, but uh, the money I the money I had saved back, I was gonna make those big arches that go over our driveway. Um, but yeah. the money I had saved back for that, I spent uh, yesterday. So we we kind of diverted the money that I was gonna use for that for a birthday gift for Grayson. Um, so, uh, unfortunately Uh-oh. we will not be, we will not be having the Christmas arches as of now. Um, but we will be going to the Georgia, Missouri game, uh, this Saturday for, for his birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I was like, listen, this is your birthday and Christmas all wrapped into one. Um, so, but yeah, yeah. We're, I can only imagine, man. Yeah. He's, uh, he's psyched about it. And that's what everybody's like. Oh man, it's gonna be a great game, and I'm like, I guess it, it would be for a guy <laughs> that's a Georgia fan. So it'll be a fun experience. But but yeah, we we have to answer your question. We have talked about Christmas and where we're gonna set up and how we're gonna set up stuff. I'm I'm getting uh, Christmas decorations ideas uh, from Emily every single day on TikTok. So yeah, it'll be because because you know you know countdown begins tomorrow. Oh for sure, absolutely <laughs> it does. Absolutely it does, man. You know we are. Yeah. We are big pro Christmas guys here on this podcast. Yep. All right. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, let's talk briefly, Bryce. We didn't get a chance to, to talk about uh, what happened over the weekend. Unfortunately, Hurt County falls on Saturday. For the first or for only the second time there was, they had two losses this, this year, two losses in Columbus for the first time in four years. Good run girls. Um, yeah, they, they were fantastic. The entire time they were close games. I think one of them was six to five. The other one ended up three to one in extra innings um, against a team who ended up winning the state championship and only loss was against uh, Hurd County. Yep, that's it. So they were thirty six and one. I want to say um, uh, or thirty seven yeah. and one somewhere around 36, there. Thirty six, thirty seven and one. Yeah, something like that. It's insane and what it, Prince Avenue Christian did, oh, and they were Prince they were Avenue a good team. Christian. And if, oh, sounds like a private school. And if you watched that game, stupid price on Saturday, it was it was great. Uh, it was it was Anna Bryce pitched her ass off. Um, yeah, it was it was a good good game. I it can't wait like until these really damn private game. schools are in their own playoffs. I am so sick of them. Yeah, I am. I, I'm not going to start on my rant because I'll go on a very long rant about private schools playing public schools. It's it's ridiculous. If if you if you, uh, think, we, if you think your kid's good enough to go to a private school, go play your own playoffs. Like go have your own, go do your own thing. Go find your own institutions to play. Uh, Central did have uh, flag football last night. I don't know the outcome of it. Um, that one's not as easily readily yeah. available as some of them are. I think they played they played two games last night. I think and I believe they won at least one. I think is what I saw. Okay. Um, they played Stars Mill and Trinity Christian. I thought I saw they won. I might have made that up, though. Um, I don't see it anywhere on any of our social medias. But I thought I thought I saw somewhere that they won. I don't know. We, fo- we follow so much social media stuff for high school football. I honestly get... It honestly gets lost sometimes if I don't if I don't bookmark it or save it or something. Um, no, I don't, I don't guess I I don't guess I have a result. Let me check Max Preps. It's, Max Preps is the last thing I checked when it comes to uh, when it comes to some stuff. Uh, it be Trinity Christian twelve to seven and Stars Mill nineteen to six. Let's go, let's go. All right, 
Uh, Central High School, remember Central High School flag football runners up last year in the state. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, we do not have anything as far as we're aware on the uh, Smith's Four Coverings Games and Events calendar. Um, We're getting closer to that that point where all we have left are regular football, flag football, and uh, we're getting close to basketball. Let's go. Because next month, November starts basketball season. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And we will be covering basketball with hometown sports. Oh, yeah. Just like we covered it with uh, football. So (laughs) we are not going anywhere, guys. And secondary sports are still sports to us so yeah we're, we're gonna be there yeah unlike some social media or some you know media outlets that tap out once uh once basketball starts we don't do that in hometown sports media we cover basketball softball or baseball tap out when going on the road yeah we don't do that either if we're on the road baby we're gonna be there uh just like our villarica wildcats if if they're on the road up in jefferson uh up near athens next week uh we will be there it doesn't matter you know northwest whitfield we were there, went down to Crawford County. Uh, we go wherever our teams go, we go there and cover them. We're not afraid to go on the road a couple hours, uh, unlike some people who are terrified to go on the road. Um, apparently, the, yep. the road games are like big, bad boogeyman. Woo! Uh, yeah, not us. Not us. Not us. I like the reference on Halloween. Yeah, that's the I figured you would. <laughs> <laughs> the Oogie Boogie. Billy, you need another cup of coffee, man? Bro, do I ever. Let's get to it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong. With Robert Goosby Real Estate Group. The Rangers subdue the D-backs in game three behind Corey Seager and a nice effort from the bullpen. Yeah, I'm okay with the Rangers winning the World Series. I would be much I would be a lot more okay with the Rangers winning it over the D-backs. I don't know why. I just have nothing to cheer for with, with the Diamondbacks. I think the Rangers have a good squad, and uh, the only negative to cheering for the Rangers is Scherzer's there, um, but he got hurt yesterday. Yeah, he did. Um, I like Max Scherzer. So, yeah. You're not a fan of Max Scherzer? No. Really? No, he's a he's a douche canoe. I like Max Scherzer. Yeah. I've always liked he's him. He's a douche canoe. I've always liked him. Uh, I don't really care who wins this. I won't watch any of it. I don't. It doesn't matter. I haven't watched a single second. No, no. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I'm a big baseball guy. I really am. Everyone knows I'm a big baseball guy. I I haven't watched a second of the World Series. And and I'm a less of a big baseball guy because I like to watch stuff that's entertaining. Um, So, yeah, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just just don't. I'm not a fan of baseball when I don't have any rooting interest in it. And I just I don't care about either of these teams. I really don't. That's Um, fair. Yeah. I mean, honestly, outside of the break, like I would watch it. I don't know. I, I really don't know if there's a situation where I would watch the World Series if it wasn't the Braves, to be completely honest with you. Um, I could watch youth sports on a team that I don't give a crap about. I could oh watch yeah. high school sports on a team that I, can, I don't give a crap about. Yep. But when it comes to, like, professional baseball, no. I, I'm not going to sit there and watch a, a Wednesday night Chicago White Sox Oh, Seattle no. Mariners no, game. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just I, because it's on. I'd no, watch I'm it maybe if that. the Dodgers were in it, just to pull for Freddie, um, or, or maybe if the Cubs, just to pull for Dansby. Uh, but but yeah, outside of that, man, like I yeah, I won't I won't watch a single game of this of this World Series. Uh, Clemson's Dabo Swinney rips into a collar over appreciation uh, amid his worst season in more than a decade at Clemson. Uh, Swinney told the caller that you are part of the problem. Yeah, he introduced the caller introduced himself only as Tyler and Spartanburg 
Uh, and he said, uh, Dabos, when he said the appreciation and the expectation is greater, the, the, the expectation is greater than the appreciation for this program. And that's what that's what's wrong. We've run. Nope. We've won 12, 10 plus win seasons in a row. That's happened three times in 150 years. Clemson ain't sniffed a national championship for 35 years. You've won two in seven years. And there's only two other teams that can say that Georgia and Alabama. So Dabo Swinney is telling these callers and these fans of Clemson that they don't appreciate the success that Clemson has had over the past decade. No, it's not about appreciating the success. It's wondering what the hell happened to your program. <laughs> Seriously, what the hell has happened to your program? Uh, he doesn't. You want to get salty he, with the with the fans right yeah, now? Yeah. That's that's BS. It's yeah. He doesn't believe in NIL and he doesn't do the transfer portal. That's that's what's wrong with Dabo Swinney's Clemson team. It, I mean, that's, that's that's your issue, and that's yeah. your issue with with your team, Dabo. And yep. it's not has nothing to do with the fans' expectations. Expectations are the same as what you have as expectations. Don't don't give me that crap. And that pisses me off more than anything. When the when when the coaches start calling out the fans and being like your your expectations are hot. No bull. Bull. I, I mean, I just, oh. it, it, I don't think Dabo Swinney understands. If there wasn't any fans of Clemson football, he wouldn't have a job. Like, <laughs> I mean, if there, if there's no, fa- I, I feel like a lot of, a lot of players and coaches and stuff, like, they misunderstand it. If there's no fans of your team, you don't have a job. We pay your salary, with, with us buying merchandise and going to games and buying tickets and spending money. Like, if there's none of us. You don't have a job, pal. It's it's not it's not like amateur athletics. If you don't have if you don't have fans, you don't get paid. That's how it is. Um, and I said it before the season started. Clemson's done. Clemson's done. The the yeah. run that Dabo Swinney had when Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and uh, Taj Boyd and I mean he had a he had a great run at Clemson with a lot of good athletes. It's over. It's over, folks. The nice one you know ten year decade run for Clemson, it's over. They're done. They're no longer a powerhouse, and they won't be a powerhouse until either Dabo Swinney changes his ways or Clemson brings in another coach that will work NIL in the transfer portal because that's the new NCAA that we live in. You have to adapt with the times. Um, So, yeah, Clemson no longer a powerhouse. Uh, The ACC unveils a seven-year football slate for the new 17-team league. Uh, you know, they added in Cal, Stanford, and SMU uh, featuring – they have 16 protected matchups that will go into effect starting in the 2024 season. Uh, all 17 teams will play each other at least twice over the next seven seasons, uh, one at home and once on the road. So, I mean, the ACC now is going to have 17 teams with Cal, Stanford, and SMU entering into it. Yeah, I can't wait to see what – what the Big Ten's schedule is going to look like because it's going to be just constant non-conference. I mean, constant like conference games. Oh, it's they have not it. going to be any non-conference. It's uh, it's out. They they've released they've released it. Oh, um, have they? Yeah. Uh, I, hell, I don't know where it's at, but they have released it. Um, I, I'll look it up. Yeah, you don't have to look it up. Yeah, but it's like I don't think USC comes to Ohio State until like 2029 or something stupid. Like it's. It's dumb, um, but yeah, it's 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 out there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm still waiting to see where Notre Dame's gonna play football. Like they have to join a conference, right? Right. It makes it makes sense, right? It makes yeah. it makes sense it makes for them sense. to join the Big Ten, right? 
Well, I think so. Yeah. I mean, because if they don't, if they join another conference, we have their three biggest rivals in Ohio State, Michigan, and USC. Yeah. If they join another conference, we can tell them, take those three traditional rivals you have and go to hell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Judge dismisses Brett Favre's defamation lawsuit against Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah, you scumbag. Allegedly. About time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, The judge ruled that everything that Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee said was protected under the First Amendment. So good job. Good job, Shannon. Good job, Pat. Brett Favre, scumbag of the year. Uh, And today in 2014, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Frank Thomas, Bobby Cox, Tommy Lasorda, and Joe Torre are all inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. What a freaking Hall of Fame class. Dude! What a class. I'd love to go back and look and see if that's the greatest Hall of Fame class of all time. (laughs) It might be. I mean, it's up there, dude. Greg Maddox, I mean, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and Bobby Cox alone are phenomenal yeah. and you add in you know the big hurt tony Larusa and joe tory into that like yeah buddy that's a that's a class that's a class right there billy you got anything else for our listeners today no nah, man let's get out of here on halloween Woo! tomorrow we start the countdown to christmas and it's turkey day month tomorrow on the morning five we will see you same oh, time hey yes, hey hey yes, hey, hey yes, real quick yes yes uh do you want to do you want to talk about uh real quick just as as a little teaser since we're getting into this month um what we are going to do on the 19th oh yeah 19th everybody stay tuned i believe we are going to have another edition of tm5 live it's going to be bigger better well i don't know about better but it's going to be bigger with more people and we're going to talk about more subjects um, not sure what time we're going to start, but on the 19th, that Sunday before Thanksgiving, mark your calendars, TM5 Live. And remember, folks, when we do TM5 Live, it is not as PG as our uh, normal morning pod. It's more along the lines of a Pat McAfee broadcast. Um, so just be aware of that. You know, we try to keep our morning podcast uh, safe for all listeners. That way you can listen to it when you're taking your kids to school and, and stuff like that. But the morning five live TM five live. It is a more adult spin on, on what we talk about. So just imagine sort of uh, the Pat McAfee podcast and don't be surprised when, you know, you hear some words dropped that aren't dropped on our morning. Humans podcast. in the real world. Talk. Yeah. Humans in the real world. We're humans in the real can, world. Can we talk? Can we like steal that little, that little clip from, uh, from, I yeah I can yeah, I, I can make because that's make our how own. humans in the real world talk. I can make our own. I'll make our own little thing. It'll be uh it'll be Hank Hill that does it. It'll be Hank Hill that oh, uh, nice. that has it. Yeah nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Billy Linda, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors, just shake them, shake your neighbors.